This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. This is Pastor Callie with Warrior Watch here on Wednesday, February the 22nd. We're so excited to, to be here today and to talk about Something that I think is a really uh, important subject, and it's called faith in the workplace. How do I live out my faith in the workplace? Uh, how, how can I be an example without beating people in the head with a Bible, you know, without becoming the religious nut that everybody talks about behind their back? How can I live out my faith in a way that honors the Lord uh, most of all? that honors um, my own personal walk with the Lord, and that honors everyone around me. And so today I have uh, with me uh, Elsa Pampa, who is just an amazing woman of the Lord. She's, she's a beautiful, uh, she's a, an amazing Christian woman, uh, mother. She's an amazing asset and leader uh, in our local house here at Celebration of Life. She works in at Harris County uh, here in Texas and Houston, Texas, and she's an amazing leader at work and well-respected and just really walks out this in her daily life, you know, how to show her faith. She's showing her faith in a way that makes people want to be a Christian. They want to become a part of this thing called the kingdom of God, and so I just honor you, Elsa. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited, and, and you know... When we start talking about, you know, for many years, I worked in the corporate arena and, you know, I've been a Christian since I was 16 and filled with the Holy Spirit. And I know what it's like to have to go into an arena where you don't really know where everybody stands. Right. And you figure that out pretty quickly. Yes, it's quick. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long to kind of figure out who is a believer and who's not, but then how to deal with those believers. And so talk to me a little bit about your journey and how you deal with just walking your faith out at work. Well, you know, a lot of us, I mean, we all work. Some of us get paid to work, and some of us, you know, work outside the home. But when you go into the marketplace, I think it's really hard. It's like you were saying, there's, there's, you, you come into a group where there's a bunch of diverse people, diverse faiths, and some have no faith at all. You right. know, they don't believe in anything. So at, at work, I've just, you know, really tried to... You know, you're called at when where whatever place you work at. That's your that's that's your mission field. Absolutely, it's your mission field, and that's how you have to treat it. And you know, you never you, you kind of just you know you fill people out in the beginning. And you know, I what I've done there at work is you know I've I've made it very apparent where I stand. You know, and um, with little subtle things. I mean, it could be just you walk into my office and you'll hear you'll hear Christian music in the background, real quiet. You know, and working in government, you know, wow. you take a chance even doing that. You know, somebody saying stuff like that, especially when you deal with public. But uh, you know, and then I have little things on on my desks, and you know, so that for starters, you know, I mean, that's initially they can when people, see just your life around, what's, right. what's sitting around you. When you come in instantly, you're gonna know, you right. know, just by what you see. If you if I haven't talked to you yet. You right. I mean, there's there's things there already in place that kind of 
that leads that leads people in the direction to know that hey, Elsa's a Christian, she serves the Lord. Right. Um, one of the things I think that sometimes people have to try to figure out, and it can be a tightrope, is if you know if you maybe have a boss that asks you to do something that's not legal, or maybe that's not completely honest, or you know you're kind of you're in a situation where okay, you know, and and you know. Most of the time nowadays, because people are trying to be so correct and not get in trouble, you don't have as much of that going on as maybe you did 10 or 15 years ago. But I've been in situations before where a boss wanted me to sign off saying I saw something that I didn't see. Right. And I had to say, you know, I can't do that. I, I, I want to help you, and I want to be a team player, but I'm not going to be an outright liar. It's just against the values of who I am. Right. And, and learning how to do that... In a way that it doesn't make them think, you know, they, they know there's two sides to that. You, you take a chance when you stand up in, in a situation like that, especially with someone that has authority over you. Um, you take a chance that they could punish you the rest of your life and make your life miserable to the point you have to quit. Right. But I found more than that if you're respectful, if you do it behind closed doors, if you show honor to that person and just explain that most of the time, it'll actually make them respect you more. Right. And I, I can honestly tell you that I've had situations where, I mean, I, I'm not a good liar. If, if if somebody's trying to get me to lie, I mean, I will just start laughing. Yeah, because it ain't going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. You know, and, 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 and I've had, you know, people say things to me and they're like, well, are you know, are you telling the truth? And it's like, I can't, I can't lie. I am not a good liar. Even when somebody tells me, well, don't tell your boss that. I'm, I'm going to tell you to do this, but don't tell your boss to do that. You know, my boss knows at this point, if I got a big old smile on my face, that something, something, something's not right. Right. You know, I just, just I just can't walk that way. No. You know, just, just stop that. Because I know that, it, you know, all that stuff comes back to you. It does. You and know? we can't live in fear. We have to honor and show honor to those that we work with. But right. we still have to answer to God behind clothes. We have to answer to our Father when we go to heaven or when we face the judgment. And then we have to live with our conscience, which is the biggest part. When right. I do anything against my conscience, it drives me crazy. Yes. I mean, even the littlest thing, if I, you know, if I, the other day I walked out and realized that girl gave me $5 too much money. And I'm tired and I'm in a hurry. And I, it's not, I'll go give her 20 back, you know. But I don't want to stop to go back in there. But I stopped because I knew that if I waited till tomorrow, I'd probably forget it, number one. And number two, taking the $5 back is honest. That's yeah. just honest. Well, and I can tell you a story. When, when uh, you know, we deal, a lot of things, we, I work in the parks and rec area. And well, parks area. And, and, you know, we were doing reservations for a field. And, you know, you talk to these people, you talk to them on a regular basis. And I had this one lady that, you know, I'm, I'm very friendly over the phone, you know, very, you know, to try to be as helpful as I can be. And she actually worked for an airline company. And they would just use our ball fields and, and, and make reservations to, to practice. So, you know, over the past uh, year or so, a couple of years, we, we kind of, you know, chit-chat a little bit back and forth. And, and they were actually going to Hawaii one year to play their game. It's just a, a co-ed baseball game. And she was like, hey, you know, are you busy this weekend? Do you want to? And I was like, no, I'm not, I don't have anything going on. She said, well, we're going to Hawaii. She goes, and you've always been so helpful, to, you know, helpful to us. <laughs> she goes, I can give you two uh, two, uh, two tickets free. You and your husband come out and fly. Y'all can just go watch the game, and then y'all can do whatever you want. And I said, no, you know, I work for elected official. 
I can't, you know, I can't do that. You know, I can't accept any kind of gifts, you know. Right, sure. Even though Hawaii would did sound kind of nice, but no, I, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, I was, I was being really honest, you can't do that. She was, she was like, well, she goes, I'll just be your friend on Facebook. Just let me be your friend on Facebook and we can say we're friends and, and this and the other. And I said, no, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, that sounds, it sounds really nice, but you know, I can't, I can't do that. And it, you know, and she, she was actually taken back a little bit that I turned her down. I mean, right. cause they were really willing to give me an expense paid trip to Hawaii. You because know? she loved you so much. Yeah. She loved I've just you. been helpful. You know, right. she said she was, you're just helpful. And, and I was like, no. And I immediately got off the phone and I went and told the boss, Hey, <laughs> Right. I, this this is what happened. This is the constituent author offered me this, and and you know I turned her down, but I just want you to know. I want you to know right. what, what happened. What happened in case, yeah. Yeah, and you know, living with integrity. Part of what happens a lot of times when people get saved, you know, I mean, they 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 weren't always living honestly, and so then you you get saved, and God starts this process on you. Now, some people are more bent towards complete honesty than others. We know that. Right. I mean, look at Jacob in the Bible. I mean, this was a righteous boy that came from a righteous lineage, and he had a deceiver nature. So some of us deal with more of a deceiving. I would have been the worst crook that there would have ever been if I hadn't got saved. You right. know, I mean, I would have been one of those high-level crooks because my personality is risk-taking. You and- good at being bad. <laughs> a good bad person yeah. that was going straight to hell for sure but um but but salvation and our walk with the lord you know some personalities are just bent towards following the rules whether they're saved or not saved right and then some are bent towards just slip you know always pushing the edge but the gospel is the great equalizer right and the gospel uh is what brings us to a place as we serve god and we get we get discipled and we spend time in his presence, then, you know, honesty and, and uprightness and how we conduct our lives is really all the world sees. Yes, that's true. And I can tell you too, like, uh, there have been times at work where, um, you know, you have situations going on and, you know, as far as like sharing, sharing, uh, my faith at work, I, you know, when somebody comes in and they have a problem, I always try to, you know, comfort them initially just to kind of feel them out and, um, and to see where they stand sometimes if I hadn't already figured out, you know, what their beliefs are. Sure. And, and, and I can honestly tell you there've been times mm-hmm. where, you know, if they're receptive, I'll ask them if, and depending on the situation, you know, I'll ask them if I can pray and I have closed my blinds and closed my door and prayed for, and prayed for people and, you know, and, and it, and, you know, and, they're a little taken back. I mean, they're they've always been receptive, and they're a little taken back after the fact after it's happened. But you know, when they come around me now or they have a problem, they'll come and they'll you know they'll they'll ask me to either pray for them or, or you know, just just maybe not always on the spot. Right, but, one or the other. Either pray there or pray at home right, later. Right, yeah, or just pray for me. Hey, I got this situation going on. You know, can you can you give you know if you don't mind when you think about me, just 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 say a little prayer, or do you mind praying with me now? And and I've been and I've actually stepped out and started doing that more and more, where you know you're in. I work for like I said, in like an official, so there's always that risk of getting, getting in, in trouble. trouble. Right, right. <laughs> but right. you know, and I've just you know I've just at this point. You know, now, the way things are now in the world and just the things that people go through, you know, I just, I've just kind of gotten to the point where I don't care. Yeah, and you follow, you know? your, you follow the Holy Spirit. There are times right. and places where you know, 
You know, this is not the time and the place. But then there's times where you, the Holy Spirit speaks to you, and you yeah. do have to be willing to risk sometimes what somebody thinks. Yeah, and I, and I do, and I think I've gotten a lot bolder. And not that I don't care. I don't want to say that I don't care. I've just I've just gotten bolder in in that area and stepping out and asking people, even though I am at work. And um, well, and here's the thing. You know what? People want to hear our faith. And they want and they want help. They want they need Jesus, and they yeah. want to hear what we believe, and they want us to pray for them. But what happens is they they start coming to us when they can look at our work ethic, our output, our dependability. You know, when our life matches up with what we preach, then they start. Then you'll find even your bosses and your coworkers will will slide and say, "Will you pray for me? Will you? You know, mm-hmm. you know." They'll open up because. Everything on the work end is lining up with integrity, doing our best. So there's, it's kind of a twofold thing. I can, if all that's in order, and I'm showing, and, and really, the one of the biggest things I think is not allowing yourself to get in office spit, spit spats and find, you know, even when I was um, in the corporate world and people would come to me and maybe, you know, especially when I was moving up the ranks, when I wasn't, you know, at, at one point I, I was like second in command, so, you know, nobody was talking about somebody over me, but to me, anyway, they were probably talking about me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but as I was moving up the ranks, one of the things I learned was if people come to you and they say things, even if what they say is true, you right. know, like they come to you and they say, that boss is just unfair or that boss is racist or that boss is... I never allowed myself to jump into those messes and make it worse i was always someone that tried to defuse and and then give them the other side well maybe that person had a bad day today or we'll get it fixed but maybe i never would said yeah they're terrible and blah 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 and they did this to me and you know that's that's, exactly what i do yeah if you do that and i know you're that's your personality when you take on that kind of a role you're you're really the bible talks about people that make peace and don't stir up strife. And I think one of the, the greatest ways that we can show our Christianity at work is just to not ever be one that stirs up strife. Right. And that's kind of the, you know, the way we try to, I mean, try to, I try to handle things at work is if, is if somebody comes, comes and they start talking about somebody, I do try to deflect it or, you know, try to kind of deflect the conversation away from, like you said, you know, they're probably having a bad day or this is why they went this route. This is why they made that decision. You don't know the whole story. You know, we only know bits and pieces or, or things like that. And um, and I've actually, or, you know, I've completely changed the conversation. Right. You know, totally changed the conversation. And, you know, but I always tried, to, uh, I'm making an effort to defend the person they're talking about. Because, I mean, everybody, you never know what that person's going through. That's you never exactly know right. what kind of a per- day that that person's had, right or wrong. I mean, you know, even if they've they've done something or that they probably shouldn't have, you know, it's like, well, you know, you just gotta, you know, that's you gotta let them kind of walk that out, and you know, you choose to take the high road. Yeah, if you if 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 you're in the workplace or when you're not if you're in the workplace when you're in the workplace and you're dealing with people, you are going to have situations where people are difficult people to deal with, yeah. and and you as a Christian, that's when you really can you can ask Holy Spirit. How can I solve a problem without alienating myself from some of the people involved with the problem? You know, working in the workplace is not an easy, let me just say this, it's not an easy task. Um, Hey, working in the church cannot be an easy task. 
because you're working with like-minded Christians. Sometimes, you know, you think, you. I've heard people say, man, if I could just quit my job and work at the church, life would be perfect. Now you're dealing with people, real people, yeah. real situations. Well, day and, day and, day. and, and yeah. church people are flawed too. Yeah. And the ministry's flawed too. There's people in ministry that are not perfect. I'm not perfect. If you follow me around for very long, you're going to find out Pastor Kelly's not perfect. So really, whether you're dealing with church a church you're involved in, or you're dealing on the workplace, or you're dealing with your family, mm-hmm. or you're dealing with a you know a waiter at El Toro, we've got to begin to ask God to give us people skills, to give us wisdom, to give us a heart for people, to give people. I had a conversation with someone this week, and I just said, you know, my personality used to be, in my younger days, black and white, you know, Right, wrong, black and white, no gray. Well, that is going to be a hard road for you. I can promise you. I've, I've lived it. It's going to be a hard road because not everything is black and white. Right. And so I've lived, now sin is black and white, but life scenarios are not always black and white. And I have learned to give people the benefit of the doubt. And if you walk that pathway, because that's the love pathway. Yeah, you have to show some grace. Show some grace, give people the benefit of the doubt. Then you become a peacemaker you literally can ha- you can be a better leader, you can be a better facilitator, you can be a better um, a redemptive personality in this in the scenario that you're in. But if you just tend to be follow all the rules, follow all the rules, black and white, this is black and white. Well, life's not always black and white. Um, you know, I may have someone working here that's here all the time and they do a great job, but then they come in and somebody says, you know, they're in a terrible mood today and they bit someone's head off, and then I go nine times out of ten. If that happens, I go in and sit down with somebody and say, hey, what's going on? Something happened at home. Something happened in their personal life. Something happened with their finances. There's always a backstory, Right, and they're just kind of bringing it to work. And they're just bringing it to work. So then it's a teaching moment. You know, it's a time where, you know what, we all have those days where things just go crappy. And I probably shouldn't have said crappy, but (laughs) things just don't go well. And all of a sudden you have... To you have an opportunity as a Christian to really show the love of God, pick that scenario, and be the redemptive hand, the redemptive voice that God uses to put the, the pieces back together. Yeah, and you have that. You have the opportunity to change that atmosphere, to change that situation, just by you know speaking something positive. And I mean, and and in those situations too. I mean, you got to remember whatever you say, if you. Even if, you know, sometimes those people, what they're saying is true, if you kind of put that out there, constantly putting that out in that in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. I mean, that person can't help but be what mm-hmm. you're going to say that person's going to be, you know, so. Yeah, I remember Kerry Kirkwood, he preached a message here on, on blessing things, and he said, if you'll bless people in scenarios, you'll begin to see things turn around, and I really believe that concept. I think that works with our children. I think that works with spouses. I think that works with relationships at church. I think that works with relationships at work. People begin to respond different. I have seen where people in situations where people would talk behind bosses' backs or even in in friend situations where someone's speaking behind their back, and all of a sudden, that person begins to respond different to that person. And they don't know anything, but they feel it. Right. They feel it. Because we put off what we're doing. We put off, uh, uh, you know, if we're sowing love and we're sowing harmony, then we put that off. If we're sowing discord or we're sowing um, strife, then we put that off. And I really believe God's called, 
I know God's called us to reconcile, to be the great reconcilers. And uh, working in the working in in the corporate world, working in, in your case, it's the government. Um, you know, working at church, working at Walmart, working as a, you know an astronaut. We, it doesn't matter what you do. Right. If if we are Christians, we are called to be reconcilers. We are called to uh, bless people. We're called to encourage people uh, to really step in and make a difference. Um, can you give me an example of maybe one time where you had to, you were able to share your faith in a scenario that could have could have gone good or bad, but you were able to share your faith and and it, you maybe turn the situation around. Can you can you give me an example? Yeah, well, I had there was an instance where uh, it was actually one of the gentlemen from a different department within the county had come in and and you know he was totally I mean he was totally broken, you know and 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 I, I just barely t- I t- kind of talked to him. He's kind of rugged, rough around the edges and. You know, but he had had some, a lot of bad things happen in his life, and he had some deaths and experienced some deaths in his family. And he was, he was, um, I don't know, you could just tell he was really super heavy. He was just super heavy. And, and I honestly think that day that he came in and he sat, he actually sat in my office and he kind of just hung his head down and he just said, you know, he's kind of shaking his head like he didn't know. It, it looked as though he had almost given up. You know, and this wow. man is not even, he's not even in, my office. He's from from the outside. So you know, and I just asked him. I said, "Hey, because I didn't know what else to do. I mean, it's not like you can hug somebody that right, you know, sure, you, sure. you know, at work. You know, so I just said, "Hey, would you mind if I prayed for you?" And and I didn't know him very well. I mean, he wasn't. He's a coworker from another division, but I mean, it's not somebody that I saw every day. And that had the potential to go bad because I I really didn't know. Um, what kind of ramifications you'd have? Right. I mean, you know, I didn't know if that was going to be offensive to him. I didn't know if, you know, he. I was kind of scared because the, the way he kind of came off is that, you know, he may kind of blow up at me. But, you know, I just, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to take that chance. And I did. I, I, I prayed for him. And, and you know, and he came back in the next day. He goes, I want you to know that after I walked out of this office, he goes, I felt so much better. Wow. He goes, and I'll never forget you, what you did for me. Wow. He goes, Never. Isn't that amazing? And it was just a super simple prayer, you know, just I was just prayed peace over him, release peace over him and 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 you know, and, and that was I mean super simple, you know. Yeah, but you were the you were the voice and the atmosphere of Jesus that day. Yeah. And you know, even even not only can we minister, but but when we call on the Lord, he'll give us I've had situations where I'll never forget when I went into the corp well, I started in the corporate world at the lowest rung, you know. I I'd come out of a church setting. I, I, I was a stay-at-home mom. So I started out at the lowest rung, you know, just hired in as a salesperson at the lowest rung. But I began to ask Holy Spirit to not only help me be his uh, minister to those around me, but to give me God ideas and God uh, strategies and and help me to lead or help me to succeed in, in the areas. And he did. So not only will Holy Spirit show us areas that we can minister and be a light, but he can give us God ideas and the ability to lead and the ability to speak life into a situation, even maybe even a, a problem at work where you're called into a meeting and you have an idea that actually changes that whole scenario. That's And people see that too. Yeah. They see that too. 
Yeah. When it's, you serve God and then all of a sudden you've got favor and you've got ideas that only could come from heaven, you know, that... that causes that, you to stand out. It'll cause you to stand out. It'll cause people to say, there's... There's something on her. There's some, I mean, she, everything, she, everybody likes her. Everybody goes to her. Everybody, you know, everybody likes him. Everybody goes to him. He has answers, not only in life, but he has answers and strategies for work. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the great genius. Yeah. And he can literally not only help us be ministers at work, but he can help us function with our work at a much higher level. Yes. Um, I'm going to take some time, and we're going to have a song here from Hillsong called The Stand, and we'll be right back in a few minutes.
Well, this is Pastor Callie, and I've had the privilege of having Miss Elsa Pompa here with me today. We've been talking about, you know, literally our faith in the workplace and how what we the responsibility we have as Christians building the kingdom of God, how to interact with people, how to deal, how to interact with your coworkers, how to how to deal with strife, how to deal with gossip, um, you know, how to show your faith in a way that comes across genuine and real, but doesn't. Uh, you know, push people into a corner and really allowing Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. Um, one of the things I want to talk, a couple of things I want to talk about in the second session is there's two things. I want to talk about standing out. Just, you know, how do we stand out? How do, You know, everybody wants to be noticed, Elsa. Right. Everybody wants to stand out. But how do we stand out in a way that honors Jesus and honors, the, honors what God's doing in our lives? Well, at work, you know, the Bible says to, to let your light shine before men so that God can see your good works. And, you know, you can't, you can't stand, you know, you want to be different. You know, you don't want to be, as Christians, you know, we should be some of the happiest people. Absolutely. Happiest people on earth. And, you know, I'm not, you know, super loud and super, you know, talkative at work, you know, but I'm always smiling. I'm always smiling. doesn't matter what, what I'm going through. It doesn't matter. I mean... I mean, I could have something. I've had a lot of stuff going on the past couple of years, and I can honestly tell you that I've never gone into work, and you know, just with this this frown on my face, acting like, you know, it's the end of the world. You know, I need you to feel sorry for me today. You know, I'm I'm always in a good mood. Right. Always. It doesn't matter what anybody says to me. I mean, people can actually be rude to me, and I'm just like, okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, and you know smile. what? And you're one of the people that I absolutely enjoy, enjoy being around. I never see you pull on the parking lot or you come in the door and think, oh, God, i got to talk to Elsa. You know, there are some people, you know, it's the truth. Have you ever met yes. somebody that you just, I mean, okay, honest confession is good for the soul. Yeah. There's some people I see them coming and I go, oh, God, I'm going to run the other direction. <laughs> Because I know I'm going to hear about their toenail. I know I'm going to hear about how bad their life is. I know yeah. they're going to complain to me about something. I know they're going to either, you know, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I try not to, you know. I, I do ask for prayer for people when I need it. Well, I have sure. no problem. But We I, all have days, but yeah, yeah. when you have decades, it's a problem. <laughs> Everybody can have a bad day, day yeah. but when you have a bad 50 years, I don't think you had it that bad. I think it was your perception. Yes. So what you're saying is you go in, you're happy every you day. To, yeah, you have to bring, you know, joy. joy. You have to bring joy wherever you go. And, you know, if you're walking around with a stern, stoic face, then... Yeah, you know, well, what's wrong? You know, it's it, it, you, you don't want to you don't want to come off that way. You know, I, I've just I've never I've always made it a point. You know, just a smile. If I have nothing else to offer you, it's going to be a smile. That's you know, awesome. You know, that's so. awesome. And um, in another way, it's like uh, you know, I I try to I try to help. I always try to be helpful at work. I mean, and and I even you step outside, you know, outside the scope of my work. If you, sure. if you need something, I mean, to me, because everything that you do at work, you're honoring God. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. And I don't necessarily, you know, do it for that person. I do it because, you know, to me, it's like I'm doing it as unto the Lord. Let's stop right there. That is something to talk about. Um, I found, even when, you know, when I was in the corporate world, that was part of the reason I think I got promoted uh, was results-oriented. In other words, whatever you ask me to do, I got it done. And I was willing to step out of my scope of my exact 
job description to do whatever it takes. Teamwork makes the dream work. So if it meant I had to go step into another arena to make an overall goal happen, I was willing to do it and didn't put off an attitude. Right, yeah. And really, when bosses are looking to promote people, they are promoting people that not only do their job well, but will will do more than their job because you feel so good about giving that person an extra dollar, an extra promotion, you know, more hours, you know, a better uh, a job, uh, a, a different title, a higher title with a higher pay. And a lot of times people get frustrated because they're not getting anywhere, but they're doing just enough, and then they're doing it with a bad attitude, and they wonder why not only did, do people not want your Jesus, but they don't want to promote you. Right. It, yeah, and, and, and I actually have the same, I can share the same story. You know, I didn't go to college. I came out, you know, I graduated and got married and had babies. Right. So, you know, when you want to have some stuff, you have to work. Right. And so I went in on the ground level, and I've worked my way up with no education, no college education. And, you know, and I'm in a position that most people have to have degrees for. And you're excellent at it, and they love you, and you have all kinds of opportunities. And that just goes to show that hard work, a good attitude, and a real Christian life, a life, a Christian life that backs up what we say will open the door to great advancement in our lives, yeah. for sure. Just for being, sure. yeah, just by doing that, just, you know, just stepping, like you said, stepping up and not complaining. I mean, it, it, you'd be surprised how, how many, how many, how many, how often that happens. I mean, you're, you're doing something that you're supposed to do that's part of your job scope and, you know, you, you don't do it or you do it bad, you know. Well, and I, one of the things that with me, if I come to someone, if I'm trying to find somebody that I want to work with on a daily basis or if I come to someone and they always have a problem with what I've asked them to do, they give me all the reasons why we can't. It's one thing to give me the challenges. I'm good with that. But give me the reasons why we can. Let's figure this out. Let's have the attitude that we can figure that. Part of that is just, you know, and being a Christian, for sure, we need to be looked at as the person that solves the problems. Um, I think I heard a minister say, you know, you want to make, if you want to make money, if you want to be wealthy or you want to be uh, really successful, solve the problems that nobody else can solve. Think outside the box. Think outside the box. Be that person, that, that go-to person that always has the solution to the problem and then doesn't exacerbate the problem. And it, it will make a real difference in, you know, how they view, um, how they view you, how they view everything. Um, talk to me also uh, about um, finding a friend at work. One of the things you had talked about is to try to find friends with like faith that maybe you can pray about situations. and Tell me how you go about that. What, I, what I've found is that there's always at least one other Christian somewhere where you work. Always, always. And um, it may take you a little while to find them, but eventually you do. And one thing that we do is, you know, we actually will, we'll, we'll, I mean, the problems at work, I mean, there's, there's some real problems, real issues, and, you know, there, there can be times where it gets difficult. So, you know, usually we'll get, you know, we'll get together and, you know, we'll say, hey, you want to, let's, let's, let's be praying, praying about this, you know, and, and, and we will we'll pray into situations and, you know, the Bible says there are two more gathered, there I am, in, you know, in the midst of them. So, I mean, and that is so true. Even in the workplace, like, we, we, you know, sometimes we'll go there early and pray or, you know, we'll walk, you know, things to me would be so much different if there wasn't a Christian. I mean, we, we have the ability to change the atmosphere, you know. For sure. And when we walk into 
a heavy situation, you know, we'll pray, even if it's just under, you know, under our breath or whatever. And, and, you know, and we can, you can actually, I mean, it's, it, it could still be heavy. I'm not saying that it immediately fixes things, but I know that it makes, it makes such a huge difference when there's, you know, just one more, you know, and it makes it a lot easier when you're agreeing on things, yeah. you know. And then too, there's been times in my court, in the corporate world for sure, and even here, where I will pray with Pastor Cindy or Pastor Todd, and maybe we're dealing with a situation with a leader that maybe we're having some struggles with, or we're dealing with a family member that we don't have all the answers, or we're dealing with a family in the church that needs direction we don't know. There's something about coming together with like-minded people that you can pray, in the corporate world especially. Uh, one time I had a boss that was just, if, you know, if there would have been, if you you know how you get the picture of someone, the devil with a pitchfork and and you know the weird, yeah. you know the, they look like the devil with the weird ears and everything. This person was that person incarnate, incarnate. I mean, she was a demon. I mean, she was she was terrible to everybody. She was she had a lot of power because she was good at certain things that the company needed, but her people skills and the way she got things done was through fear, and. It was just a, a really tough situation. So I had someone that was at the same level that I was who was constantly crying to me, you know, and I never would say, yeah, I think she's a demon too, or, you know. I mean, I knew that everything they were saying, but they would cry because they, they she didn't bother me because my personality is stronger. She had a lot of respect for a strong personality, but the weaker personality, she was not kind to at all. Right. So... I just said, let's just pray. Let's just pray that Jesus will fix this. Let's just pray that God will do a work in her heart or, or put remove her. You know, let's just pray that God will handle it. I mean, I didn't talk about her. I just said, let's just pray. So we begin to pray. God, you know, we ask you to get involved. In this. We'd like to see you fix her. We don't want to see anything bad happen to her. We pray blessings on her or, or move her out of the way so that because it was, it was just making, well, it wasn't long that she got another job, and moi got put in her position. <laughs> I got put in her position. This girl felt like she'd won the lottery All right. because she knew my style of leading, which I'm not perfect, but I'm not mean. All right. And the whole atmosphere of the office changed because but we prayed. I didn't talk bad about her. I said, let's just pray. Let's just come together and ask Jesus to move in this situation. I had no clue she had a job offer. I had no clue... You know, I just knew that we prayed and God was faithful to handle the situation. Prayer changes things. Yes. And if you can find that one person or those two people that you can pray with, even about the salvation of other people on your job, about, you know, your projects. Situations for sure. All kinds. I mean, there's all kinds of situations. You'll mm -hmm. begin to see God move in such a powerful way. Um, it, it's funny. I have I had one boss... Um, that literally he didn't know anything about God. But <clears throat> he would come in, and this was after I moved up. He didn't really know anything about God, but he would come in and he would have goals and he would, and you know, I would just say, Well, I'm let's let's I'm gonna pray about that. And he would giggle at me, okay, you pray about it, you go do that. And when we you know, he'd start seeing miracles. I mean, the the business started growing, and one day he comes in and he sits down, he goes, I think that prayer stuff is working. working. And we just laugh. I laughed. 
But, you know, I didn't make it some kind of big, hairy, you know, uh, religious. Just, I'm going to pray about that. You know, I'm going to pray that you get the open door to open an office in Atlanta. I'm going to pray that the, you know, that the fight, that these deals will expand so you can open an office in, in Dallas. And I just began to, you know, voice as, as our relationship got closer, what I was praying for. And then we would see answers to those prayers. Yeah. And of course that was not a huge, it was a, it was a, it was a, it wasn't a huge corporation like an IBM. It was a, it was a smaller corp family owned corp that, that I was working at that time. But it's amazing when you pray for See, God's going to honor when we pray. Yes. He's going to honor it, Elsa, because he wants to the he wants the sinner, he wants the heathen to see the handiwork of God. So when we tell them we're going to pray or we pray with them, it may feel a little uncomfortable at first, but they're going to see the hand of God and then they're going to go, "Man, there's something to this." Yeah. That is the same one. That is the same boss that when Todd and Cindy uh, were, Pastors Todd and Cindy were music ministers in Beaumont. They were, this is early, early in their ministry. That We had had a missionary come in, and they gave their last $100 to the missionary. They felt led. Of course, that was their grocery money because they paid all their bills. And you know, yeah. things are tight. You're living tight, paycheck to paycheck. And so they literally... Gave that $100. That morning, I came into work, and there was a, a, an envelope on my desk and with a note that said, buzz me when you get in. And the envelope said, Todd and Cindy on it. But in this note said, buzz me when you get in. So I buzzed him, and I said, hey, uh, what's up? And he said, uh, can you bring that envelope? I want to talk to you. And I said, sure. And so I still didn't have yeah, any open. clue, you know. But here's the deal. I'd been walking out my faith. God had been answering our prayers. The, the uh, business had quadrupled. He had moved me into a sales. At that time, I was vice president of sales. And we had just it quadrupled. God was blessing it. So I walked into his office and he said, hey, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what, why I'm doing this, but I felt this morning, he didn't use the word lead, we yeah. use lead, but he said, I felt like I was supposed to give your sister and brother-in-law a gift. So I said, oh, how wonderful. And he said, I, I made it out, I just wanted you to, you know, in, he said, I wanted to check the spelling of their name, and I said, yes, that was correct. He goes, well, it's all done, but I just want to make sure if I needed to make another one that I had all that right. And I said, no, that's fine. And uh, I said, thank you so much. I'm thinking $100 or yeah. a couple hundred dollars. And I get back to the office, Elsa, and open the check up, and it's for ten thousand dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's and it happened as a result of just loving him, walking out my faith, and bringing honor. Not not perfect. I wasn't. I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not perfect. <laughs> but but I loved him, walked out my faith, and gave him honor. And through that course of that time, he was a blessing. Cindy and Todd cried for two weeks over that. Can you imagine what ten thousand dollars is yeah. when you're moving paycheck to paycheck, and you know you gave your last hundred bucks? So that's what I'm. That's that's the kind of things that can happen when we walk out our faith. You can get the promotion that the girl with the degree is supposed to get. Right. Yeah. You can get the pay raise that the man that has. The degree from A and M, and you don't. I mean, you've lived this, you yes. know. You can. They can say, you know what? I know that person's got this and this, but I want Elsa. I want Elsa. 
She's got a smile on her face. She does her work. She does more than her work. She's a joy to be around. I want Elsa. So I just really want to encourage um, the listeners, you know, if, you know, begin to ask God for, ask God for favor and wisdom. That's, that's something I've been praying for a lot, even more lately than, in, in, than ever. Ask, but there's nothing wrong with asking God for favor and wisdom. And wisdom will actually give you favor because you'll know how to handle things, and that will automatically bring favor. So if you ask God, you know, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom in my job. Give me wisdom in my business. Give me wisdom with the people that I work with, my you know, my, my bosses, the people in authority. Give me wisdom with my peers. Give me wisdom with the people maybe that I oversee. Show me how to be a servant leader. And that's a whole different mindset, Elsa. Yes, it is. It is. Than it is. a power leader, you know, or someone that just makes people do things because I'm the boss, you're the person, blah, 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 blah. That, that, that doesn't last long. But a servant leader, you know, someone that shows love, and that's how you lead. You're a servant leader, and a servant leader will build the longest, strongest, best relationships and get the best results, for sure. We want to take a minute, and we're going to play another song, and then we're going to come back here, and we're going to pray for you and, and uh, talk to you about some things that are going on.
We're so happy that you were with us today. We love you so much. I so enjoyed having Miss Elsa with me today to talk about faith in the workplace. I want to encourage you to support BPN Radio. Uh, this is an amazing ministry that is doing really the, the has a mandate to, to call forth prayer warriors across the nation. I'm so happy to be a part of it. I want to encourage you to be a part of it. We love you. We'll see you next week. For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.